Hello, my name is Michaela. And I'm Kayla. And we are the Manic Kami Dream Girls. And today we're going to be discussing um, how religion props up um, conservatism. And we have a guest today. And would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, yeah, my name is James Dunequa. I go by Legion of Dune on TikTok, and I am a leftist, also a new atheist um, as of, what, a few months ago, six months ago, uh, formerly a Christian, formerly a Christian socialist. So, yeah, I know, lots working on here talking about how, <laughs> um, you know, conservatism and uh, Christianity goes hand in hand, really. Yeah. That's actually, it's good to have your perspective on, I think, because as far as, like, both of us, neither one of us really have, like, a super religious background or anything. Right. So, uh, I I didn't even know that there was, like, a whole, like, Christian socialist, like, specific right. section of the left at all. <laughs> right. No, very rare. Um, I think, like, probably... I think I'm not going to say one of the first people, but one of the first people that I read about in college when I was looking into all of this was like Walter Rauschenbusch. He is a guy from like, oh God, like the, I guess, early mid 1900s who was out here talking about the social gospel of Jesus Christ, how like it's the Christian duty to go ahead and make sure that the homeless are well taken care of um the you know the hungry are fed the the naked are clothed etc like it's what jesus would have wanted because i mean in the bible it does state that the things that you do to or at least what jesus you know said allegedly by the way um (laughs) that you know the things that you do to the least of the people in society you're doing to me so walter rauschenbusch who was uh who mlk was later influenced by actually was out here just, um, you know, essentially saying, hey, guys, you wouldn't want for Jesus to be treated like trash in society. So let's go ahead and shape society in a way that, like, values everybody, especially the least in our society. That's probably where I started my entire, you know, that's where I was, like, when I really, like, jumped off, was like, oh, yeah, Christian socialism, let's go. (laughs) And then, like... You know, it kind of spiraled out from there. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, there was, like, a time in our group chat that people were talking specifically about, uh, because now I remember they were, like, bringing up, like, Christian-specific socialism. And I was just, like, but it just seemed weird that within the religion of Christianity, which is supposed to be based off of, like, Jesus' story and everything. Right. That that already wouldn't be the central theme, considering what allegedly <laughs> this Jesus character did. It just seems that it would be weird to have to specifically point out, like, we are socialists because it seems like, according to, I don't know, the whole, like, doctrine of Jesus, that it should go hand in hand. That if you're a Christian, then you're a socialist. Right. I mean, sort of I mean that's what you would think of course (sighs) but unfortunately like i guess what is it like the old law of you know judaism it's like very more it's like more so than not 
how would I consider it? It's like empire worship. It's just like straight nationalism, <laughs> uh, rather unfortunately, because it was like made by like the ruling class of that time. Um, essentially like telling everyone else like, hey, by the way, like God talks to us. He's appointed us actually. And, you know, we made this entire like law stating that like he like you guys have to listen to us and not question us whatsoever or else that's kind of like heresy. And so like I definitely yeah. feel as though like Jesus didn't like challenge that whatsoever. He often said that uh, he was like a completion of the law. He wasn't like challenging the law whatsoever. So people, um, I guess, it's <laughs> so, like Christians beyond Jesus were like, okay, cool. So we're still going to uphold these like, you know, really uh, crazy, obscene like laws and ideologies that like prop up uh, like nationalism that prop up. How can I say like, I guess subservience to the ruling class and I mean that's that's literally what that's it was. What, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. It sounds like it seems like in a lot of ways, uh, like Eurocentric religions like Judeo Christianity, um, or just Christianity, mm-hmm. um, it seems to have really primed people for a life under capitalism. It really did. Because it kind of requires the same sort of um like elevating because people still do it they do it now they elevate the system of capitalism to to this to be on this pedestal of like religious doctrine of of spirituality they because to question now people like to question capitalism is to question freedom right and to question your patriotism and to question your your morality and it's just like it's very dogmatic see i'm I grew up with Christian fundamentalist Baptists, not in my main domestic household, but my uncle is a preacher, whatever they would consider themselves in that religion. And they run a church. They've been running a church for a long time. Um, And I also like am really involved in the online fundy snark community. If anybody knows what that is, it's fundamentalist snark. Um, and it's usually recovering Baptist fundamentalists. They got out of the religion and they are snarky in a really recovering-esque way. Um, but I will say, like, uh, to the point that, like, in the Vanguard, we do have some Christian socialists. Right. I will say, like, because of colonization of Christianity in a lot of ways, there's, like, a distinction for a reason, almost. And, yeah, absolutely, you would think, like, it wouldn't even be necessary if you're just reading the book, right? But, like, because of, like, uh, conservatism, which is, you know, what we're talking about also, like, uh, conservatives have used religion in a lot of ways to, uh, like, in a really, like, cyclical, circular way to, like, uh, interact with each other and, like, justify things that they believe morally and politically. Right. It's like everything that it's coincidental that even if it's not written in this book, everything that these people hate, God also hates for some reason. Right. Like just very, very because in like in a lot of ways, like the Bible, the the Bible, the way that it's written, um, I've I haven't read the whole Bible, but I've I've read large chunks of it. And I'm just like, I would not want to worship this man. Uh, no, uh, like not like talk about Jesus specifically, but just right. God. Talk like if all of this is his doings in my mind, I'm just like, not a fan. 
not a fan. This guy sounds pretty mean. Uh, <laughs> and no, he is. So it's just it. So like he like yes, in, in like it is written concretely that this is like a wrathful god. Like he even states it like in the book. But then, but then it also seems like they just take that and just go with like everything. Everything that I hate, it's because God hates it, and so I'm right now. Right now, and ultimately, like something that uh, Michaela mentioned earlier was like, oh yeah, like colonization, right? Like, I guess, like, you can all, everyone has, like, everyone reads the Bible, has their own interpretation of it. Just like any work of art, any piece of literature, everyone reads it, they have their own interpretation of it. However, because of colonization, because we all, you know, live on a country that was, you know, um, just completely ran through by, you know, these, these Christian (laughs) nationalists, these Christians, whatever, a lot of people just have this same like thought process and yeah, no. And what, would that still, would that thought process still be prevalent? Was, I guess, was it, would that thought process still be present prevalent? I can't even speak English. Oh my gosh. Um, had we not had those like same thoughts of like, I guess, was it like ruling class worship or subservience, yeah. like already in the Bible? Yeah. We That's what, <clears throat> So like, like I was saying before uh, we started recording, mm-hmm. um, where uh, I w- mentioned that my my daughter likes to yell, uh, "The white man's the bad guy," and sh- that's because we she's been watching Pocahontas, and I watch Pocahontas, and I just think about how different things in the Americas could be mm-hmm. if if native culture had remained the dominant culture, yeah. if we had evolved. Well, obviously, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Uh, but if if the the native people and the people living here now had evolved from that native culture, because it seemed like in a lot of ways this this Europe the, the European culture, which was very much so based around Christianity, um, it 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 stifled imagination and creativity because it was all heresy. Like even if you look back at. at um, famous philosophers and scientists, a lot of the time these people were persecuted by the religion because the things that they were discovering scientifically went against it. Mm-hmm. Like when uh, they discovered that Earth was not the center of the universe or, or our solar system, that we had a solar system and the sun, we were all actually orbiting around the sun. And this person is in prison. Evolution. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, or, or yeah, learning about evolution. All of that because it goes against... And so, like, it, it, in a lot of ways, it, it stifled our ability to, I don't know, it just, it boxed everybody's thinking up into this, into this obey framework, into this, nothing can exist outside of what I tell you exists Right, it's, it's like the original, it's like OG manufacturing consent, right? It's like, before, <laughs> <laughs> it was like before all of that was made, before we needed, like, the media, <laughs> It was just like, no, I'm essentially a demigod because God appointed me. And <laughs> if you don't like me, then that's heresy and you deserve to die. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's it's the whole witch hunt. If you question me, you're a witch. Right. So, oops. And, like, if you tell me you're not a witch, like, oh, that's something a witch Aww. would say. So. <laughs> it, like, <laughs> it reminds me so much when you put it that way, James, of... Uh... 
Like the Book of Mormon when they find the gold plates. <laughs> and it's like, I found these. That whole story about the gold plates of Mormonism is right. maybe one of the most wild <laughs> stories in religion. I don't know. It's just basically like source. Trust me, bro. Source. Gold plates. <laughs> like, that's right. it. And it's just like a lot of like religious texts is based off of that. And so to use it as like your moral principle in the year 2022 come on please is like a big thing for me like it needs to be adapted to like if you're going to use religious texts for how you base your moral principles it has to be adapted i don't necessarily do that i never have and so it's hard for me to even consider that as an option i'll be completely honest and so i have blind spots in this conversation i've never been a christian like james i've just been like like my cousins weren't allowed a lot of my cousins friends weren't allowed to listen to the radio or pop music only religious music at all so when we would go to their house my cousin would be like don't mention hannah montana do not fucking mention hannah montana because we're not allowed to listen to her so it was very upsetting but we would just be like i am a c i am a c no because that's too bouncy anyway it's like hymnals the whole time anyway no joke swear fundies are different level oh man so lucky that because my mom i think was ex i think she was raised mormon i am so glad that my dad was just like grew up like a satan loving metalhead and just (laughs) also didn't believe like he's like he had read the bible and he's like i don't know i'm not really my mom made us go to church for like a brief period of time and it was like very it was a very sing-songy church and you had to stand and i didn't sing. my brother didn't sing my dad did not fucking sing my mom is just like having the time of her life um my dad my brother and i standing there like fucking bodyguards just like not about it just looking around waiting for it (laughs) (laughs) james what kind of church did you go to Um, was it like a new wave like upbeat like yeah we're the new wave christians i've done it all i've i've done it all i i really have uh, i can't no i can't necessarily say all but like all of like the general boxes were checked like you know the really uh charismatic churches in which people are like you know falling on the ground and ah you know all that stuff to oh. yeah to the new wave churches in which you know it's like a hillsong concert every service <laughs> yes you know i hey i i definitely like that one quite a bit i would argue that that those churches I'm definitely sorry. kept They're me fun. in for a while <laughs> <laughs> definitely kept me in for yeah, a while. Yeah, the one we went to had a drum set. Right. Yeah. They had like a whole band. And it was, I do remember the one that I went to sp- was specifically evangelical free. Okay. It was specifically, we are not evangelical. Hmm. So I guess that was good. Right. Because uh, evangelicals are pretty, I mean, I guess, again, like, well, I don't know. Michaela and I had mentioned, we, and then we totally blew past it. We wanted to say like, hey, for people who have like religious trauma, uh trigger warning for this i may add in a little like snip at the beginning we definitely blew past it (laughs) you know (laughs) um but like a lot of these religions that people are coming from that as michaela said like i don't i think we were mentioning this like pre-recording are very like cultish it's like you're exiting a cult and uh in a lot of ways um it's also like you're losing your entire support system because 
because you're not like those i don't know if it's like a cult type setting you're not generally maintaining good relationships with the people who are still a part of that cult right because it's your entire life it's the entire way that you see everything yeah right no definitely i think that i think when i first realized that i was like an atheist that definitely hurt because it's like mm everything that like i had kind of built up you know it's just like gone you know it's like i don't know it's 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 just a really interesting feeling like you just kind of sit there and you're like oh i don't believe that then you're like shoot (laughs) you know like i don't believe that you know like i don't know and there and like i think one of the Oh, sorry. That's kind of how it felt for me because, like, I, I never really, like, I felt a connection with religion. Even at a, like, at a young age, I was like, nah, I don't really believe right. this. But, uh, like, growing up indoctrinated, I was, like, a fan of capitalism. And it's, like, kind of the same thing. And, like, since capitalism and stuff has been elevated to this, this uh, like, this is your reality. And this is reality. And this is right. Um, it was kind of the same thing for me where I have to, like, keep thinking back on, like, all the judgments that I had and opinions that I had and, and all of the thoughts that were built off of the idea that capitalism is inherent and right and right. good. I'm sorry. I just don't want to, like, uh, I don't want to compare any of my, like, the same feelings. I was thinking the same thing when James was describing, like, coming out of religion is, like, an oh, fuck moment in a lot of ways, like, becoming a communist from being a liberal i lost all of my community everything i thought i knew was right was so fucking wrong right. and it's like i was embarrassed for all of these beliefs i f- like held and i was ashamed for the way i probably treated people while being a liberal and like oh, i lost my community like i fell so out of touch with the people around me it's like i couldn't connect anymore because it's like i felt like i had unlearn this secret i'm like oh my gosh like i know something you don't and we and we have to talk about it but you don't want to talk about it and so you just feel lonely (laughs) like the first few months of like radicalizing is like this lonely pit in your stomach where you're like fuck nobody understands me and it's so dramatic but it like that feels so true in that moment because you were unlearning everything yeah and you can't enjoy media anymore. Mm-hmm. Were, were you coming politically? Uh, like, because you were coming, like, religiously from a, a more religious place. Like, but politically, what was your family kind of, uh, what did they identify as ideologically? Oh, I would say, uh, I see, here's the thing. I'm currently in my parents' house, right? So I can't be. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Let me make sure I don't say this too loud. So it's like the idea of, like, I made a video months ago maybe even a year ago and what you said have you ever met anyone who (laughs) if they weren't a minority they would just be just straight conservative i remember that video yeah (laughs) you see a lot of my content just straight (laughs) subtweets and i can't and i can't at people while uh using their lights so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah i see I, like my family was very right wing um my mom listens to this podcast, so hopefully she doesn't get <laughs> too offended. My dad is like, ter- <laughs> when he thought she was listening to my podcast because he heard my voice, <laughs> he walks into the room and he's like, turn that shit off. 
Um, my parents are very conservative. Right my dad is like, but yeah, yeah. My own parents listen to it. I'm just like I, um, I have been called too honest by my own family. So, uh, Anna, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm like you in the way that I don't like to put like every single detail of my life out there. Like I, I don't talk about a lot of personal things because I don't. One, I don't think that people give that much of a shit about Fair my personal enough. life, honestly, because, like, it's not that interesting. And it's it very inconsequential to everybody else's life. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> but also, like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't, yeah, mostly just because I don't think people care, but I, less because I'm afraid of offending them. Because, like, this is their beliefs, so all I'm doing is saying what their beliefs are, and if it offends them and it's like, then maybe get some new ones. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess so then, huh? <laughs> Yeah, but no. I love to overshare yeah. <laughs> on the internet. I mean, maybe not like so much about like the intimate personal details about my life. But mm-hmm. I'm just a big overshare. I love oversharers who approach me because they'll be like, I'm oversharing. I'm like, no, keep going. We could no. do this all night. Like, let's overshare all night. Right. Let's just bounce off each other. You know, we'll know each other completely like within the next few hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then drunk in the women's. Bathroom oh or. yeah i wish well none not, the, I mean, none not the make the deepest connections in 30 minutes not even five minutes none of them want to talk to you no i've had one I'm drunk always... woman grab my face and she was like you're so pretty and then she like sprinted away oh my god that's the only time a random woman in the bar has approached me that's it i wish i looked less approachable then because i feel like i'm always standing there super awkwardly because i would go to the bathroom by myself and then there'd be like a group of people in there and they're all talking and i'm just waiting to wash my hands and like i hate to be like excuse me because i feel like no matter how i say excuse me it sounds rude coming out mm. and mm. i just i don't know how really? to really i feel like excuse so me i just <laughs> and any capacity just, well because it could be like excuse me and like i have sure, no control over the tone of that. my voice a lot of the time so I don't know, cause I could like I have said stuff like I've been like excuse me, and I've just been like that sounded like immediately I'm just like I sounded like an asshole, right. I sounded like a bitch, <laughs> and cause I don't always have full control over that, but um, yeah no, I, and I just stand there, and then they just start talking to me, and I'm just like ah oh, yeah, they talk to you, come <laughs> on, am I unapproachable? I think especially since I got my hair installed. I'm looking like a mean now you're just too girl. Gorgeous. No, I don't know. Like in high school, everybody's like, "You're so intimidating." Those 20 inches. <laughs> no, it's 17. Everyone thought I was a stoner in high school, and I wasn't. Everybody thought even I was then. a lesbian I- and very intimidating. <laughs> and the intimidating part should have probably have stuck, honestly. <laughs> Everyone thought I was a lesbian in middle school because I had never kissed a boy. I was always made fun of for being uh, gay, and, and and this was before I knew that I was attracted to women. I just thought it was normal. I thought every woman thought that there were just less attractive men on the planet. (laughs) And that just all women were beautiful, but there were only like some men that were okay like that. Amazing. That was normal. Amazing. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) Because I'm like, because I even think about it now, I'm just like, there's like with men, they have to be like so particular to exactly what I'm looking for. But like, like, if a man says something that I find, like, uninteresting, I'm just like, meh. Like, I'll be your friend, but nah, I'm not into But, it, like, a woman could just be so fucking boring, and I'm still like, you're you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, <laughs> like, s- spit on me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I wish I was that and, way. Yeah, it turns out 
That's not that's not heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid not, no. <laughs> Yeah, no. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> that kind of like most bad. I'm just like that brings you like would a, need to work for a it. good point <laughs> of like LGBT issues though and religious. Uh, oh God. <laughs> ideations, ideologies, you know, all the goodness of all that. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like the bigotry I always saw against gay people growing up was very passive, very submissive, like uh, one-off comments that were very hurtful, obviously, but like. I didn't see, like, a lot of organized bigotry, and that's um, contrary to, like, what a lot of fundamentalist Baptists do, because they will literally get elected as political officials and start enacting, like, actual political legislation in their area against uh, LGBT youth, etc., so. Yeah, no, I mean, I've been, oh, man, wow, it was even, when, when Biden got elected, I was added to a group chat. In which, um, and I was still a Christian at that point, but I was added to a group chat for people who wanted to, like, pray for Biden's administration, um, primarily uh, Pete Buttigieg, because he's gay, right? And they're like, you know, they're they're allowing evil in the office again. Maybe Trump wasn't so bad. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like, Whoa. I'm like, guys. That's a fast slip. Right. I was like, guys, 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 guys. We, I, 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 I texted his group chat. I was like, we literally have a dude who's like on the board of like Raytheon. He literally makes money from bloodshed. And we're going to go out here and say that we need to pray because of Pete Buttigieg. I don't even... I don't even know what he does like that. And, and everyone and like people like came and like were like talking to me and calling me up and stuff like that. They're like, you do know, you know, like the LGBT agenda. And I'm just like, what, 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 what agenda to like have like rights? They're rights. Like, <laughs> and they're like, there's more to it. There's there's like a demonic thing. To, I'm like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it's never been. It's just been. Right. Like, and as we know, as we look into the Bible, we have all these guys like, you know, I guess what, maybe like Paul, maybe it may have talked about it. Maybe some other people prior may have talked about, uh, you know, all those issues. But if we're allegedly Christians, you know, we have to go ahead and quote Christ, you know, he never said diddly squat about any of that. So like, why are y'all worrying so much about the opinion of all these other dudes who weren't, you know, allegedly the chosen guy? Right? I don't know why they put so much stock in the other guys, but it's primarily because of their opinion. So, And this whole, like, anything is demonic. <laughs> and it's just, like, <laughs> yeah. this whole, like, it's 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 how, how capitalism also perpetuates itself through fear, through non-falsifiable fear. Because you can't, it's, like, it, whether or not God exists is non-falsifiable. Like, that that's why it's not a sci- scientific hypothesis, because it needs to be able to be proven wrong, and you can't prove right. that wrong. Um, because it's just not testable. Same with like the existence of demons. Right. And that's what a lot of, and that's like the right wing ideology which, which props up capitalism. Um, capitalism also uh, thrives on and depends on that that fear of the, well, yeah, no, this is bad, but other things would be much worse. Right. Why are you saying it, that? It like thrives on. Like, because do, you don't, this whole like, it, it wasn't, it's not tested. Right to the full capacity even even if communism had been able to develop to its full capacity mm-hmm. previously it still wouldn't be the same 
because it we're, it's happening in a different time, in a different uh, sphere of technological advancement right. and, and things like that. So to say that anything isn't going to work and not even try mm-hmm. it, I just feel like it's it's just that it's just based like, yeah, it's based on that fear of the non-falsifiable. Right. And so, yeah, exactly. And I wholeheartedly believe that like capitalism and anything in which, you know, you're relying upon uh, the ruling class, like, you know, dominating everyone else. It like ha- it relies upon ignorance, just pure ignorance. And what better ignorance is just like what better ignorance, excuse me, is uh, better than superstition, you know, and writing off of people's superstitions and their fear and telling them like, hey, you know, like, you, you know, like throwing the LGBT stuff onto it, throwing, you know, whatever, maybe even slavery, etc. onto it. Like, yeah, that's a cherry on top, you know, like we can add that because, you know, yeah. whatever. But like, as long as we can keep these people like, you know, scared to like, to the, to the point in which they just, like, won't question the things that we're doing because, you know, we seem virtuous because, well, now, yeah, we, they don't question what we're doing because we're uh, wealthy, we are in power, and God blesses people in power, which makes us virtuous and yeah. good and godly. Like, if, if you question that, if you question this, this, the way things are, structured whatsoever then you're essentially questioning god and you don't want to go to hell for questioning god and this entire structure that he's built up if that makes sense it's just like it's so it's all set up to be like you're just like it just treats the like the the person a part of the, this religion or whatever as like a victim of abuse kind of just like 100%. It, you're gaslit what what you feel is not valid what you think is not real like the questions that you have are bad oh, have um, your own curiosities are bad your desires are bad and and to discuss them is right. bad and to challenge anything that you're taught is bad and it's just like how is anyone supposed to develop right like in that kind of environment and that's like how then you then it starts to make sense this whole like how capital people or fans of capitalism are unable to think outside of like when when you say something like hey we should decommodify housing and they're like but then my house will lose value and you're just like no your house will always have the value of giving you shelter and they can't they can't fathom value outside of market value because that's not what they were taught. Right. Like sort of thing. So it's just like, I I understand how it all, like the religion and the capitalism, it all depends on that boxed thinking and not going outside of that. What was that movie uh, with Tobey Maguire? And they were were in like black and white. Fuck! It was like he went into the TV show. It was like a TV show. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I can't it. tell you. Um, but it's like it was this TV show that he would watch, and it was like a '50s show. And he got like oh. this. His remote control broke, and then he got a new one, and then he got put into the TV show. And it's like their town, like all the roads, like reconnected, yeah, and they can never leave outside the is. town. You're talking about going into the TV, it's and I was like, like Space Jam, but you know. 
Is that was that? No, <laughs> no. Toby Maguire's <laughs> right. not Space Jam. Michael Jordan, obviously. Um, but you know. It's from probably like the late <laughs> or like early two thousands ish, but. Um, no, it, like there's a part in the class there. There's a time like there where they're talking about like the geography of the town. Pleasantville. It's called mm-hmm. Pleasantville. It's called Pleasantville. Um, and they're talking about Pleasantville, and they're like they're like, and there's Main Street and Elm Street, and then they're like, okay, what? And then the person is like, okay, well, what's outside of it? And everyone's just like, well, there's nothing outside of it, sort of thing. And like I don't know, it just made me think of that, like, uh, like the whole I don't know. It's just. Right. And they utilize, like, oh, my gosh, the church utilizes, like, counselors and stuff like that. Whenever people, like, go to, like, have, like, actual issues, they have, like, church counselors. I don't know if y'all, you know, are aware of that, uh, this random thing that they just, like, every church has a counselor, or at least most of them do, in which, like, someone will be like, I just, I'm just not sure. I'm having X, Y, Z problems, maybe, like, depression, maybe abuse, maybe whatever, and the objective of the counselor is like a goalkeeper. You know what I mean? They like kind of want to like prevent them from like leaving in a sense. And they're like, and it's like, let me just like gaslight you into believing that it's kind of your fault. All you gotta do is just kind of be a little bit more superstitious or whatever. Like lean into God more. You're good. And yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's there. The, yeah, I was just just bouncing off of that idea of. Um, was it like, oh yeah, not allowed to like leave that that uh, entire framework of that, thinking, like, box. right? I think that also like, um, I think that religion also like um, perpetuates so much of purity culture, especially in a really young age when children are like, they are um, growing the most into their bodies, mm-hmm. like not even in a sexual way. Like children just start to become aware of their body parts and right. various ways. And I feel like a lot of times, like, Christianity will just automatically expel those ideas and, like, m- almost make, like, your body foreign to you, from from you, at a very, like, young age and, like, not allowing you to explore it in any capacity because that is, like, inherently sexual or inherently impure to God. Right. Yeah, I know. Gosh. I mean, once again, the Bible was indeed written, like, seeing women as... Back in the day, seeing women as objects, seeing guys as, yeah. like, these animals. And, like, yeah, they hold on to that old way of thinking. And that those, like, old cultures and stuff like that. And it's very... To progress as a species, okay? Just simply yeah. that, you know? We need to let go of that. And that's something that, like, they 100%. don't want to acknowledge you know progression as a species but we can get onto that maybe later on in the conversation (laughs) i will also say too that like uh, a big thing about churches is they donate so much fucking money and resources cars furniture food medical equipment whatever like churches are really good at that and so they are very good at sinking their teeth into communities especially very vulnerable ones that are in need of money and resources and community and it's like it's so different than mutual aid because at what cost are you giving me this couch at what cost are you getting me my hotel room tonight and it's the cost of I'll see you at church on Sunday, bud. And it's like, there's always a contention to it. Like, you have to believe what I believe or be, again, like superstitious, fall into God more while you're in poverty because that will make it better somehow, right? 
Right. It's like being a missionary and like going to other countries and and being like, oh, I'm going to build you a, or like habit. I don't know. Or I'm going to build you a house, but uh, you have to ex- t- throw out your culture and accept this Eurocentric religion right. sort of thing. Um, but what I was thinking, like when you said evolution, I think that when it comes to the evolution of like uh, human culture and, and religious evolution, I feel like as as a species, we are evolving away from um, traditional religion. Mm-hmm. And now it's going like when like when you think of like modern time, it seems to be going more into this like new way of like spirituality, oh, like yeah. manifestation. And it's still the same. Like I have a video where I uh, do edit another creator talking about it. And it's just like, it's still the same it's setup. It's rebranded as these, Christianity. Yes, it's rebranded. It's just yeah. like neo, it, yeah, so neo new wave Christianity. And it's super fucking misogynist yeah. a lot of the times too, and transphobic as mm-hmm. fuck. Right, and once again, capitalism, and yeah, capitalism just relies upon superstition and ignorance. And the longer that we just like reside in this space of just, oh yeah, believing in things that are completely uh, unproven, we're going to be yeah. just chained to capitalism. <laughs> like, ugh. You, must you just have to trust that the ec- that the economics will start trickling down. You just have to trust it's going to happen <sighs> one day. Maybe not in my lifetime, but those economics are going to start trickling down. Don't you worry. Stay sooner or later. Stay idealistic forever, regardless of your material right. conditions and the reality. Don't believe your lying eyes. Idealism oh only you need to work harder. That. You need and, to go to church more and work harder. Right. And something, uh, okay, probably like the biggest thing that like upset me about Christianity was like, it was just like built in, just like, I guess, was it built in like not uh, revolting? Like, it's like immediately anti revolt because they're like, oh yeah, like, okay, will you get like your vengeance? Will you get what you need, your justice? do in this life no maybe not probably not but that's okay because you get it in the next life and i'm like no <laughs> you you can't that's a false promise you can't essentially like built into the bible is like being anti like revolt because like they will say that you know you aren't mm. going to get your uh revenge or your vengeance or the justice mm. that you are yes. due in this cheek. life yeah exactly but you'll be given it in the next life like vengeance is mine says mm. the lord like don't worry about it and uh that's like this idea that like oh yeah like everything's gonna be fine it's all in god's hands and stuff like that oh <laughs> That upsetted me so much, especially because I was like big into environmentalism throughout college. I would consider myself mm-hmm. to be a big environmentalist and I was also a Christian and I would be talking to these people mm-hmm. about climate change and stuff like that. And they're like, don't worry about it. Like literally when it gets really bad, God's going to save us. I'm like, no. <laughs> and like, just like breaking this down to people, I was like, okay, if you eat like a lot of candy you're going to get diabetes, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, God's not going to save you from diabetes. And they're like, yeah, no. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> well, if we. But then after that, what would happen? <laughs> but if, if, if it, what do you mean? It seems like 
Like, after you're, like, the diabetes trope, like, come on, does it click for anybody that's, like, a Christian that's just, the, it'll work itself out like, or no? It's, it's the planet, you know? It's written in Revelation. When things get bad enough, you know, God's going to save us all. Oh, Forget about God. the fact that, you know, Revelation was written about Nero, not whatever the heck everyone's trying to say now, like, the end of the world. So, yeah, no, oh, everyone no. just uses that cop out, like, oh, man, it's going to get really bad. Russia's going to do something, China's probably going to do something, and the United States is going to be involved, and so is Israel. And then everything's going to get bad, and God's coming back. I'm like, no, no, that's... And then G-Man himself will come get us. Exactly, like, you have no... Oh, man, you you probably do have a good idea. Just, like, how crazy ready like christians are for like war and stuff like that because they're like oh it's coming it's here you know he's coming back now i'm like no people are just gonna die they're like giddy (laughs) about it it's like jehovah witnesses are like that a lot like jw's are like y'all i'm ready to tell y'all guess what i just found out the end of the world (laughs) t-minus 15 minutes baby like they get excited horny about the end of the world it's bad let's go boys end of the world lock in let's get it (laughs) i wish i could be that fucking thing see that's what i wish that i was like spiritual or religious at all yeah so that i could be hype like that like beast about somebody oh no I saw somebody, yeah, I saw somebody say some shit about, like, on a TikTok about how, like, Russia's all like, you better stop the sanctions or we're just going to drop our fucking space station. It could hit the United States. And I'm just like, oh, no, like, another thing to just be fucking stressed. I want to die. I in an entire goddamn space station. Kayla and I have talked about this in private. I say this all the time. I simply will not die. I will live forever. Death is not an option for me. And I hope everybody knows that I will be here forever. I will not die. Dying is not an option. Respectfully, you know, yeah, I mean, obviously, (laughs) yeah, no. Death has to listen to you purely out of respect. And I I get it. I get it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, James, for feeding into my delusions. I need that, honestly. Just like Ah. we would do some Christian delusions, feed into mine. Completely opposite, but. I yeah. will live forever. I never want to meet God. Fuck that guy, bro. No. I'd keep yeah. me here forever. No, we're all going to live Sounds forever, like obviously. So, no. <sighs> Thank Ugh. goodness. Hey, hey, it's actually not that far-fetched. Um, <laughs> I saw that mortality could be a thing of the past by, like, 2050. <laughs> so... <laughs> Get ready to live forever. Yo, have you not been paying attention to science? Um, They can remake organs right. out of uh, I will cellulose. only be 50 in 2050. Let's fucking go. Nice. Let's fucking Let's go. go. No counting. That's what I'm no saying. counting. Let's go. Because... <laughs> they're coming up they're coming out with this shit that is like reversing the uh, physical aging uh it reverses physical Botox? aging and I'm then sorry no um <laughs> it's some sort of vitamin um and i can't remember what it was but and then there's also they can remake entire mm-hmm. organs so like the problem with organ transplants is that it's um you have to like take medication forever to keep your body from mm-hmm. rejecting it but basically they take these like leaves and they t- and they pull out everything that makes it uh like biologically a plant and they use the the veins from it as and it's because it's very similar to like a human's vein system and you can take that and put the the human like um like stem cells like um inside of this and then it'll reproduce and make 
a new organ. So it'll be like your heart. It makes like a new heart for mm. you and your body won't reject it. So it's like you can replace, you can make and replace your organs. Right. So then at that point, all we need to worry about is like our brains, you know what I mean? Which will likely oh, no. just yeah. fail anyways. No. And honestly, does your brain, I mean, I guess your Speak brain for yourself, James. does. Neurons, your neurons don't regenerate. Your neural pathways just My change. brain will like, forever be fine. And you can speak for yourself <laughs> about your brain deteriorating and giving up one day. That's on y'all. Sorry. Yeah, no. no. Oh, yeah. I'm like vampire more. I would, if, if it was like vampire, like vampire live forever, wait, 100%. <laughs> I would do that. 100%. <gasps> Give me Edward not... Cullen. Suck on my neck right now. I do not like that. I want like, to live forever. The idea of oh. living forever. I uh, <laughs> like. I would be okay with like living like an extra like hundred years, assuming that I live a hundred years already. But like you know, forever. <laughs> that's no. I'll take forever. No. Oh my gosh. That's I'll take forever. I'll take forever. That's probably like one of the few things that like creeped me out when I was like a Christian. I would I would just be like, oh my god, I have to chill with this guy. For an insurmountable amount of time. I can't do that. What if he gets bored? What if I get bored? What if what if I want to just like end it? You know what I mean? I can't. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, it's so bad. See, mine is my curiosity. Um, the idea that like I'm going to reach a point and like I'm not going to know how things turn out and how like history or like how things keep progressing and stuff. That bothers the fuck yeah. out of me i don't yeah. like i have that. control i don't issues. like that thought yeah i think i think it's just like i just want to know i just want to know because i feel so strongly mm-hmm. about the way that i think things are going mm-hmm. to go that like i just want to see how it actually ends up especially with, like when it comes to like economic evolution and like cultural evolution of right. humans and and i want to see if dogs ever develop speech hmm. maybe it's dramatic but um like i don't know what happens when we die i don't because right. i don't believe in any kind yeah. of afterlife really right and Same. so like that thought of the unknown mm-mm, get it out of here mm-hmm. like oh yeah if somebody could die come back and be like this is the death report and it wasn't like and you go to god or something like that more believable no offense mm-hmm. um i would be like okay maybe this is something i'm willing to give a try but like i don't know like suicidal michaela in like high school and stuff i don't know what she was thinking because now like <laughs> it's not that like living under capitalism is good or anything right. i don't necessarily want to live forever oh, under I'm like afraid to kill this myself. shit but like Death is the other option. Yeah, too Fucking scary. Right. Thanks. Too scary. Right. Yeah. Too sc- That's why I. That's why I say the people that are like who say like, oh, better dead than red are like in a one. They don't fucking mean no. it. You don't mean that. Two. If you do mean it, you're you have to admit that you're in a fucking death. Yeah. Cult. Because I hate capitalism. I despise capitalism. But I want to I die. D- don't want to yeah. die. I yeah, I don't want to not be alive. What what point does that <laughs> right. serve? I hate capitalism because it, it 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 allows it disallows us to enjoy our lives and thrive as like as uh, working class people. Um, how is me dying that. gonna make that better? Right. Like how you know, one less communist is better for us. Yeah. 
Yo, and the way that people like have like people, it's so it's so weird how they'll go from the uh, allowing police political dissident is good and, and mm-hmm. communism is bad because it doesn't allow poli- political dissident yeah. dissent, but which or dissent is the word that I meant yeah. to use, but um, it does, but but. Then they'll in and then in the same breath they'll be like, but communists aren't humans, and I can't wait to stack them in body bags. Like, do you, do you listen right. to yourself? Do you hear you? Have you met your own ideas? Because you're fighting right. yourself here. Exactly, um, you're holding does. two ideas in your hands, and they are both like competing, conflicting. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my gosh. You just yeah, you're trying to to smash the, those like magnets together, and it's like they're not going to fit together because it's it's opposed. And you said like I just, ugh, it just doesn't make any sense right. to me. It's like again with that whole like the thing with like religion. I feel like in a lot of ways, it's people will hold others to their religious doctrine or their their religious rules. More than they'll hold themselves to their to their own religious rules. Like mm-hmm. people, people constantly give themselves excuses. Passes, yeah. Hmm. Passes. Um, so like, where they don't give other people passes. Got you. Like, can you give an example as to that? Maybe. In one way, people will say like, "Oh, well, I'm a Christian, so kindness is very important oh. to me, and and, be, and spreading goodwill." And then you'll say, "Well, everyone deserves a place to live," and they say, "Well, that makes the value of my home go right. down." Like, or like, uh, you're not supposed to get tattoos, but then they'll be like, "Oh, but I got scripture on my body," right. or even like, "Kindness is important to me," so they'll go to church on Sunday, but then they'll go to like eat after that and treat the server like they're literally like subhuman because they're serving them and so it's like uh yeah exactly kind of like that i think is what you're trying to describe yeah like they fail to like do a follow-through of their entire thought and i remember i think i made a video about this exactly like i think i made Uh a video about this forever ago maybe i didn't who knows but like i was just like (laughs) if christians just went ahead and like followed through all the way like this this capitalist society would literally just fall upon itself if we just went ahead and said you know if we're going to treat our neighbor how we would want to be treated and to love each other as themselves etc then okay if someone Mm -hmm. has like a broken arm you as a doctor would you go ahead and just not fix their arm for like right. however in which in whichever way that you could doesn't matter if they can or they can pay for it or not would you not just feed someone because they're hungry if you want to be fed well, like would you not want to be fed if you're hungry yeah. would you not want to be housed literally this entire thing if there was a follow through like it would just fall apart instantly Ugh, yeah and you know probably me following through is is you know why i'm atheist <laughs> maybe probably uh yeah yeah because you actually internalized the those like basic teachings of that come from um like especially the story of jesus of like being a socialist like those principles and so since you it seems like and it seems like a lot of people that actually 
listen, like when they were, when we were learning the golden rule, just like treat others the way you want to be treated and stuff like that. I feel like the people that end up being socialists are the people that actually followed through with that, that were like, took that seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't just, um, it wasn't just performative. And I feel like what I've learned, like I'm 30 now, but what I've learned as I've gotten older is that People are a lot less genuine about a, a lot of like large aspects mm-hmm. of their lives than I thought growing up. When I was a kid, I thought everybody was was genuine. The way that people acted was like the way that people believed in. And when when other people taught me to treat other people the way that you wanted to be treated, I thought that they meant it for themselves too. Like, I thought that we were all doing this thing. I thought we were all, like, thought that integrity was important. And so, like, I was treating it like like we were all on the same page. And, and in a lot of ways, especially when it comes to, like, a lot of um, religion. Because, like, I mean, you look at how, like, in, like, the Catholic Church, how, like, pedophilia and... and um, sexual assault of minors is, like, it's almost like... You can't think of one with like Catholicism without thinking of the other Basically. because it's so like yeah. yeah it's and it's just like normal to think of that and it's just like how is this if if what if you want to follow this because you think godliness is good how is this good like how is this helpful how is this right. helping anybody how is this chair like it's just it's like I don't, and then I don't know. Are these people? Do these people know that they're being hypocritical? Mm. Do they feel like it's one set of rules for themselves and another set right. of rules for other people, and it should be that way? Or like, right. I don't know. I think, <laughs> uh, was I think one thing that I mentioned uh, to the group, uh, I guess in the mega church I attended back in the day was like, okay, we're out here saying that we want to do good, but like, how is like the good that like how are we supposed to measure that? You know what I mean? Like, how are we supposed to measure the impact, right? Because, like, a group of them who went out to do, uh, like, they went to do a mission trip in Mexico or whatever. But, like, it was immediately after, like, they all voted for Trump. So they were like, we're going to go help all these people in Mexico. I'm like, you know, what would probably help them best is if they weren't trapped in Mexico uh, because more than likely a lot of these people are like refugees or whatever, or they're migrant workers and, you know, new laws are probably going to prevent them from coming, you know? Um, and it may even, uh, make the situation over there worse, you know? And yeah. I often talk to them about, Hey, like we can't just like do the things that make us feel good. Cause that's charity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's Bill Gates giving yep. a few dollars out of his pocket while he's hoarding the wealth of millions of people like oh that's so nice but like and helping the impact and like helping it only in a way that you see fit it's like is that did you ask these people what they need and what they want and and are you are you trying to accommodate that or are you coming into the situation all say like like white saviory right um like I know what the problem is. I know how to fix it. And the way that I am, the way that the help that I want to give is the only help that you're going to get, whether it's what you want or not. It's that whole like patriarchal like idea again from um, this, this unquestioned uh, 
stand like these unquestioned standards or like the religion it's like you follow these rules and just because i said so right and a lot of current christianity is like based off of like how you feel making yourself feel as if you're you know one with god and stuff like that by doing all these nice things but it's just like yo once again it doesn't have to feel nice to be good and beneficial to other people right we need to like we need to actually figure yeah. out through substantive uh means of how to help people i guess i have more of a like an observation i made at least looking at like the statistical data and i don't know how like uh true it rings I mean, a lot of people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, that's not true because I have this personal experience with young religious person, blah, blah, blah. But uh, supposedly, based on age, uh, Christianity is like dwindling a lot. But what I talked about earlier is like how a lot of religion is rooted in like lots of big, big money. So much fucking money. It's not even like it's unfathomable how much money some of these mega churches have. The Vatican. Even small churches like the Catholic Church. Yeah, it's a lot of money rooted in politics, whatever. But if old people are still at the center of these churches, which they are mainly, and they're going to die. Not me, but they are. And like what's gonna happen never Never me what's gonna happen with all of that money like somebody's gonna inherit it they're all of that old money circulates right like it's very generational and it stays in its little box so it all goes to the republican party mm, that's yeah well yeah absolutely but like when it stays just within the church because they use a lot of it for charity or whatever and so when it's not getting like donated to politicians are are young people going to just keep on staying in the church? Who's going to be their new their new consumer if no young people are attending church? Oh man, I mean, you know something that oh gosh. Someone was mentioning it. Um like how the new like wave new age churches got like together. Like they just like I think like ah oh, god, this is you can't quote me on this. Even though this is going to be recorded, yeah. you can't. Um, no, you're fine. You're fine. But <laughs> I, I think I, like, recalled, like, some people, like, going out to California, essentially getting, like, you know, hippies and stuff like that. And just, like, feeding on their superstitions. There will always be superstitious people as long as we don't have, like, good education and stuff like that. As long as there's some semblance of ignorance around, we're going to, you know, have superstition. And, like, you have people feeding onto these superstitions, mm-hmm. but kind of, like throwing it around like as a like oh yeah like free peace love happiness you know this is jesus it's Mm. you know it's all these awesome cool hippie things and people just kind of like latched onto that and then like you know that's where you get like the hipster christians like how i once was (laughs) um like you know doing their own Mm -hmm. you know little thing kind of being like hippie hipsterish but like also being christian and so I think it will definitely find ways to mutate and transform and adapt to the younger generations. Maybe. Who knows? As long as there's money yeah. in it. As long as there's money in it, it'll stick around. This is Kayla's OnlyFans commercial. Uh, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Yeah, just subscribe to it, please. Um, and help me pay my bills. Thank you. It's OnlyFans.com <laughs> forward slash Marxist Cretan. In addition to that, just you can always email us at manickommydreamgirls at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, to be educated by you, questions, comments, concerns. If you want to be on the show, let us know. James, 
Um, do you have like yeah. your ats for your biggest socials? Yeah, Legion of Dune yeah. um, on everything. I mean, you threw out your OnlyFans. I can throw in my Venmo. Uh, James Junqua on Venmo if you would like to. Thank you. Reparations, people. 